0: The Fat Boy
1: Show. You're listening to the Fat Boy Show on your number one station, RX Radio. I hope you're enjoying your day so far. Are you on your way to work? How might you be traveling? Hmm. Might you be traveling on a, I don't know, an unidentified flying object that utilizes uh, hydrogen geometry? Because apparently, we don't need helicopters or planes or rockets anymore. Not according to actor Terrence Howard who met with the president the other day and made a presentation about some project he wishes to launch in Uganda in which we shall be doing just that, utilizing the hydrogen to just uh, create new ways of uh, travel. And so where does this all start from? So this is the thing. So we do have a person known as Ambassador Abe Walusimbi. He's the senior presidential advisor on diaspora affairs. And uh, part of what he does is to try to entice uh, people that are like black, to come into Uganda, like black people, but like are uh, scattered around the world. So, for example, those in the states and elsewhere to come to Uganda and you know explore investment uh, opportunities, which is why in recent years you've been seeing all kinds of people, you know, meeting the president uh, with their ideas. Now, I contend that we have a problem that we seem not to have an adequate vetting process that would uh, ensure that the people that actually got to meet the president would be serious people with serious ideas. Too often we've seen the president um, appear uh, or have a sit-down or a conversation with the, these... It really, I, I don't want to use too strong a term, but Huckster comes to mind, where they're just selling a pipe dream. Acorn City, do you remember that? What about the other scientists who are supposed to give us a cure for COVID? Do you remember that? There have been so many others, and now with this hydrogen whatever geometry i mean if it's such a good idea that's going to revolutionize air travel why is he not doing it in the states why (laughs) why is he bringing it here
2: i know i know we should have seen an example of the stem in the states already exactly and the states has the resources to support him in whatever he might be doing
1: but instead he comes to africa and and, and Uganda. Uganda
2: in particular because we have the appetite for beers all right.
1: Well, what was even more hilarious was the exchange they had with the president. Because our president is not one to just sit down and you know, be talked down to. He has to also let you know that he I'm understands what you're saying. Uh-huh. So just, let's just roll the clip of that exchange and uh, see what went down.
3: And so I went out to explore a new way of understanding how the universe works. And I was able to define the grand unified field equation they've been looking for and put it into geometry and then with that geometry i was able to put props on that and what i'm saying is now we have invented a new form of flight that i would like to bring here to uganda to replace the drones to replace the helicopters to replace the planes we've already we have all the funding necessary what we need is just a fertile ground in which to build this now this is the geometry of hydrogen you are not contesting that
4: that hydrogen combines with oxygen to make water. But what you are adding on is that the previous description of the of the atoms was not accurate. No. That, that what they were calling the
3: orbit was just a, 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 was was the fallout. It's the inertial plane, it's the discharge from the center of the electric charge. The discharge of the of the core.
4: Of the vortex of, 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 of the of the nucleus.
2: <laughs> oh God!
4: Oh, this is very interesting. Thank
2: you. So much. <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs>
1: Joining us by telephone to react to this exchange and to the general problem, uh, we are joined on the phone by none other than Pastor Martin Sempa. Hello, <laughs> Pastor Martin <laughs> Semper.
5: How are you? Wagwan, wagwan.
1: <laughs> so. What do you make of that exchange you just heard, Terence Howard and the president discussing hydrogen?
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have like two sides of me. I feel bad that we have this, some of these comedians coming up to the State House, But on the other hand, things are so bad, we need something to laugh about. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I saw you post a video in which you are making fun. You were as if trying to practice witchcraft uh, and then create the hydrogen
5: machine. What were you doing in that video? <laughs> just, just, just laughing. This one was definitely Irish. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pastor yeah. Semper, you are a very smart man. You have a PhD. You're knowledgeable. Yeah. What did you make of the science that the man was presenting? Is there any merit to the actual claim that such a flying device can be constructed and utilizing the concepts he was explaining?
5: Absolutely not. This is uh, trying to sound smart, dropping names. I went to Pratt School. I'm a scientist, and uh, but this is the fellow who talks about extraterrestrial people. This is a personal dispute. One times one should not be one; it should be two. This is a person who's obviously on the other side of having either smoked something, drunk something. He's definitely Wagwan Ire, okay? That's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, so so my contention is that this is yeah. sort of adding to the worrying trend of everyone and anyone just being able to seek audience from the president as long as they have some minor prominence as a celebrity. They can just ask to meet the president and they will be taken to meet the president and then they will waste his time. Do you remember Akon and Akon City? What happened there?
5: Certainly, Akon comes over. He wants to build a new city using, uh, what, cryptocurrency and stuff. Um, I think to me either we we have either two or three problems. Number one, uh, there is a definite effort to bring popular uh, African-American influential leaders from America, you know, who have a lot of following. Acorn is one of those. Harris Howard is another. Who's the other dude who came? There's a third one. Um, Kanye West. Kanye West. Yeah, Yeah, Kanye West. So... Uh, As I look, um, all of them are problematic. So uh, it almost feels like, you know, just come. I know we have a following, but please don't say anything. Just come. Just Just come come and take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Come and see. Come and be. Come and do. Just don't talk. Because when you open your mouth, man, we're like, what's wrong with these guys? We need to offer psychological services. These guys need more mental health than anybody does. He needs mental health. There's something absolutely wrong with his brother. He needs help in his prayers, man.
1: Okay. Well, this uh, event was attended by also the Minister of Agriculture, of ICT, uh, the CEO of UTB, officials from NITA, from UCC. I mean, we sent a powerful delegation to listen to... To
2: meet an actor. <laughs> and
1: know <laughs> to, go meet to an-
2: hydrogen and God knows what.
1: Do you think we are selling ourselves short that uh, just because a B-list Hollywood actor visits the president, that we must line up all our cabinet officials to greet him?
5: I think something is really wrong over there. You understand that there's power in the state house. It's our highest office. If there's any invitation, people come running, you know, the cabinet, members of uh, the state. uh, You know, you could see the sense of embarrassment. He's the president trying to make sense of what this guy is saying, he, and he's obviously irate. Obviously, Wagawan, okay? We are on Booyaga, after party. uh,
2: And uh, what do you think about the whole interrupting people's uh, visits to the country by, you know, having them meet the president? This has happened with uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. They even had to cut their uh, their visits short because they felt like they were inconvenienced.
1: So whenever yeah, these people uh, come to Uganda, someone empty, from state tells...
2: ...takes them to the president, but they're here on a vacation.
5: I see. Mm. Do you think so? I think differently, uh, James. I think that this is what actually is happening. Though we may have an official transcript that says these people are here on themselves, but the way I look at it, these are people who are being invited to come over to create influence and promote our tourism. That's why those people are there. I think somebody's making a cut somewhere... Uh, Someone is making money, inviting these influential people. Unfortunately, the kind of people that we are getting are this kind of guy, okay? So either we don't have a good vetting process, we need to change the people who sit down and decide who are we going to invite, okay? I mean, there is great people there who can be able to speak great stuff, who also have a great following. But I don't know who's lining up these characters They're embarrassing. I really felt bad for the presidency. I felt bad for our president. And, uh, you know, I just decided that, you know what, this is so bad. The best thing we can get out of it is just some comedy. So (laughs) I decided to do a reenactment of it.
1: For those who are listening and who missed it, just uh, go to Pastor Martin Semper's Twitter. You'll see the video there. It's just hilarious. And uh, keep doing what you do, Pastor. You're never boring. (laughs) Thank you so much for speaking to us today on the Fat Boy Show.
5: I appreciate you, James. You also challenge us. Your broadcasting makes the world go around for us. And from time to time... I also, I, 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 we got to have a laugh so that we can be able to, to survive. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, that's true. This guy's Wagga one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go again. All right, have a beautiful day, Pastor Martin Sempa. Till next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Pastor Martin Sempa. And, uh, yeah, but he's always up to some funny business. You need to follow him <laughs> on social media if you're not doing that already. But otherwise, uh, we're continuing this conversation about, uh, you know, how Uganda might be turning into a magnet for hucksters or conmen. You might even say we're being too harsh in describing these people uh, that way. But what else, what other word would be appropriate in your opinion? We're still waiting for Acorn City. We're uh, still waiting for a COVID cure. Well, now there's uh, many
2: other things. hydrogen geometry. You know what I think? What? I think Terrence Howard, the riches he had, um, the imaginary riches he had in uh, Empire, <laughs> got to his head. So
1: he wants to live that character's <laughs> exactly. life.
2: Exactly. Oh, wow.
1: What a guy. Well, you're still listening to the Fat Pusher. We're going to keep this conversation going, and ahead on the program, we'll be joined by former presidential candidate, uh, you know, Joseph Caboletta. He's always one who has something to say about some of these strange shenanigans going on in the country. So we'll be very happy to talk to him about it and see what he thinks. Stay tuned. More great music coming your way.
5: As real as it gets. Yo, what's up? What's the deal? Oh.
0: Hip hop. Hip hop. Non beat. What it do? What it do? Oh. All
1: day R- R- RX Radio
0: R- RX Radio The Fat Boy Show.
1: It's the Fat Boy Show on your number one station, RX Radio. I hope you're enjoying your Friday. We're always excited when it's Friday because the vibe is kind of different. Of all the things that are happening in Uganda, perhaps the most amusing thing that took place this week was the meeting between actor Terence Howard, who you might know from such uh, TV shows as uh, Empire. He also was uh, in the first Iron Man. He played a character called uh, Colonel Rhodey. And if he had remained for the sequel of Iron Man... He would have had the chance to wear his version of the suit that eventually got, uh, you know, taken over by actor Don Chiado. Apparently, he resigned from the role over a pay dispute. Uh, he was promised a salary raise from his first paycheck for the first Iron Man, but when it came time to shoot the second one, they said, Actually, we're going to pay you less than we paid you for the first. Ah. And he said, I'm out, yeah. <laughs> well, was that a big mistake on his part? Who knows? Could it, it be that. Uh, Since he's now out of the MCU, he's short of money and needs interesting ideas for investment, which is why he has come up with the hydrogen uh, molecules and geometry.
2: (laughs) Could be, because in 2019, he had announced that he resigned from acting because he was tired of quote-unquote pretending. And yet, he is going to star in a certain sci-fi movie uh, coming soon. It's called Beneath.
1: Well, if you saw the uh, conversation or the exchange he had with the president this week uh, regarding his uh, invention and innovation, it might have come across to you as some form of science fiction.
2: Yes, but let's <laughs> let's hear
1: that conversation once again in case you missed it. Here is Terence Howard uh, making a presentation to the president of Uganda.
3: And so I went out to explore a new way of understanding how the universe works and I was able to define the grand unified field equation they've been looking for and put it into geometry and then with that geometry I was able to put props on that and what I'm saying is now we have invented a new form of flight that I would like to bring here to Uganda to replace the drones, to replace the helicopters, to replace the planes We've already, we have all the funding necessary. What we need is just a fertile ground in which to build this. Now this is the geometry of hydrogen. You are not contesting that that
4: hydrogen combines with oxygen to make water. But what you are adding on is that the previous description of the of the atoms was not accurate. No. That, that what they were calling the orbit
3: was, just a, 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 was was the fallout. It's the inertial plane. It's the discharge from the center of the electric charge. Of the
4: discharge of the of, of the core of the
3: vortex
4: of, of, of the of the nucleus. <laughs>
1: oh, this is very interesting. What I'm was so, the president so- saying? <laughs> oh, this is very interesting. Interesting indeed. But what does it say about the state of the country where anyone seems to be able to just show up and make a presentation to the president? Is there not a bureaucrat somewhere who would first be the one to vet this proposal and idea and to be able to tell the president, uh, sir, you're not going to want to waste your time with this. This guy's. is... Uh, It's just kooky.
2: He doesn't even have to know (laughs) that so-and-so needs to have access to him because uh, the people before the president would have done their jobs.
1: Right, because look, if you set up a meeting like this and you cause someone to make a pitch like that to the president, you would think that it would make you look bad you who uh, organized exactly. the meeting. or arranged So you
2: would make stickers. sure that you only allow the president to meet people that would was, make you look good. Well, Syria. Yes. It's like if the receptionist sent
1: up someone to my office who was like shabby or disorganized mm-hmm. or disheveled, mm-hmm. I'd call her and say, what are you doing? I'm busy. Don't mm-hmm. just send fools to my office to waste time. Exactly. Uh, but as as the front desk officer, her job would be to talk to the people, ask them why they want to see me, have they made an appointment, so that you know, uh, me, my day can be more organized and better devoted to things of importance. And uh, I think uh, there in the president's office, perhaps there's not too many people doing (laughs) that. (laughs) But um, uh, let's uh, talk about this some more. And I'm happy to announce that at this juncture, we are now joined by phone on the Fat Boy Show. We're joined by former presidential candidate and, uh, you know, social political commentator. He's a powerful voice on important matters and uh, on social media. He's always saying something that uh, is uh, thought-provoking. Joseph Cabuleta joins us on the Fat Boy Show. Hello, uh, Joseph. Uh, how are you doing today?
0: Oh, I'm doing well today. How are you? Uh, how are I'm hoping all the listeners are well too.
1: Yep, uh, we are okay and uh, having mm-hmm. a good laugh over uh, interesting ideas we are seeing being discussed at State House. Hydrogen geometry. <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts on uh, that exchange that took place at State House? And do you think this points to a bigger problem we have in this country?
0: Oh, it does, because as far as I'm concerned, that is par for the course. Uh, there has uh, been all sorts of weird things that have been discussed with the president. And now what determines uh, what comes to anybody is access to the president. And that has been the, uh, something that so many there are even people who sell access to the president, and that's their job. Uh, any weird investor who comes with whatever idea um, has some people he pays, and they are given access to the president and people are accepted if you want to meet the president you're an investor speak to these people it's nothing official it's usually you know some relative here and there and so on and that's what they do for are living now the trouble is that these people are speaking to the president about things without any technocrat or somebody knowledgeable there to you know guide the president on what they are saying so now this is the classic econ, the classic parents award this is the classic, so many others, I can tell you Pinetti And that I don't, gentleman know, who different.
2: promised us a, a, a cure, yeah, for, a cure for covid
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, um, pinetti is different, by the way. If you know the story of Pinetti, it's totally different. Oh, is it? Pineti, <laughs> it is, it is, absolutely. Pinetti is, um, is, is, is a front for a group of people, mostly Italians, who have been selling arms to the government. So, the whole thing of investor is just a means of paying her. And they really have been on the president's back of paying her through the public offers without actually telling people what they are paying her for. But she's an arms dealer and um, um, she's dealt arms to Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt and so on. So that is kinetic. So she's out of this league. okay? And they are going to pay her one or the other because the arms were taken. And well, if
1: this is true and verifiable, why has this never been brought before the House, uh, you know, the parliamentary committees? Why has this not been investigated further? It sounds like you're making an allegation.
0: <laughs> it sounds like you don't live in Uganda, but boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, seriously.
1: Because, I mean, what you're no, saying is, is it's powerful, but uh, if nothing
0: comes it is of it... It is the truth. You, It is the truth. You'll hear it. And you go and check it up. You'll see. It is absolutely the truth. And I know even the whole Luboa Hospital thing was part of a payment plan. Because when they were giving her that money for Lubowa Hospital, okay, it was supposed to be $279 million. That's quite an amount of money. When they were giving it to her, they said that the NRMMPs were... Fourth MPs were resisting the appropriation of that money, saying that, I mean, we don't know this as They have been in a bidding process and so on. So the NRM MPs were called and told, this is the money that is going to help you come back to parliament. We need money to finance your uh, you know, campaigns to come back. Don't you want to come back to parliament? And so it was passed like that. Wow because of course to the majority that's what they were told behind the back now of course we know that about 70 percent of the mps were in the first they are meant to not come back in this one. so uh that's the one thing you know but my point is they gave her the money part of that of the 279 million dollars and there's still more that has to be paid oh my so they have to come up with some whatever. If they don't say that the coffee deal, they will say that something. Either they will say that people's organs or what, but the money has to be paid.
1: Okay, all right. So mm. from what you're describing, she's a completely different animal from the uh, Terence Howards of this <laughs> world.
0: Aha, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> so, the the Terence Howard, the acorns, the uh, that doctor with the with a interesting mustache. Probably starts a COVID cure,
1: okay. So, my question is okay, so you make the point that there seems to be a group of people that are selling access to the president,
0: okay. Oh, no, that has been the case for so long, okay. But the
1: question is, surely, even so, there should be some amount of vetting. I mean, because you can't just let some fool meet the president just because you've been paid something.
0: No, the vetting is the money, (laughs) the vetting is the money. Whoever
2: pays, uh, who pays the highest gets the access.
0: yeah, who pays the agreed, I mean the, the, the what threshold fee this is it, to meet the president and the president knows it because these are his people
2: So Ugand- this is their work. So Ugandans who want uh, to meet the president uh, what do they go through to have this sort of access?
0: That's a different thing because I mean if Ugandans, maybe if it is um, of any benefit to him politically or so lot and so forth, that's different. But I'm saying these people who come, they want free land they want free um, uh, you know, places, and of course, I'm sure that Teresa was probably encouraged by the f thing Just show up, speak all <laughs> sorts of gibberish, uh, promise uh, heaven on earth, and then uh, you're given all these things. And you so go. how how, how yeah. does it benefit them?
1: Is the understanding that uh, Uganda is the kind of place where you can hoodwink <laughs> people and talk? A nice game and uh, the governments there will bend over backwards to give you, you know, uh, they'll fast track your permits or they'll give you land or is it, uh, are we being thought of as, I should say, naive people that are easy to take advantage of so that you can just come here and just talk about all this uh, funny stuff?
0: Uh, then, uh, look at it this way. Yes, okay, to answer your question, yes, but here is the thing. If it is one man beside it for the nation, and the man is 80 or thereabouts, okay? I've seen people that old who are very rich people, and people are every day coming and deceiving them left, right, and center. Because uh, most even might have, but he's 80, and that's how his brain functions. So he's very easy to manipulate. Now, if he sits there with somebody who comes and tells him all these grand things, he's thinking like an 80-year-old, not like you, okay? Now... Um, I've seen people his age who are very rich people come and tell them you know we need to build this we need to do this and they just steal money from him, and they keep on taking money from them because they are taking advantage of their age and of the fact that um, they they have people they believe and you know if they believe it's easy to believe and once they believe you can't and all sorts of things these are age things so now the trouble with Uganda is that we are letting an 80 year old make decisions for the country going forward when he's even not going to be there for you know So we are the youngest population, some of the youngest population in Africa, a median age of 15.9. And we are letting an eight-year-old make decisions for us. Uh, The the majority of the Ugandans have... Big inside of them. Well, when when
2: Ekon came, uh, the first family seemed very excited about him. I mean, you saw the pictures the daughters took mm. with him, with the wife, and he has become uh, a, a, a consistent visitor to the country. I recently saw him in uh, pictures uh, w- during Edie at Ham's mm. place, Ham Chigondo.
0: Mm. Yeah, of course he has his superstar power and so on, so he's going to attract all sorts of things. But let me tell you this. Let me give you the classic uh, true story that is going to put all this in perspective. And um, I was told this by somebody who was, who was the minister. Now, but no longer is. Now, some people come from the UK and they come here and they go and get access to the president. This is about 2000, maybe 3-4, something like that. They go and get access to the president and they say that they are going to increase Uganda's tourist arrivals if they um, organize um, uh, what do they call it? Miss tourism. They said there's a world pageant of miss tourism, and every place that they organize it, uh, the place gets uh, all this m- more money from tourists and so on. They come with figures which are all hooked and so on, <laughs> and so they go and meet the president, and they arrive. The president, they tell him, we are doing, we organize mist tourism, world miss tourism and this is this that like that so they give him the whole you know rundown of their story and the president says then they said but for us to organize it here in Uganda you need to give us 5 million pounds wow. so the president says yes and that's it so now uh, the, the president orders the minister of tourism to give them the 5 million pounds now when they went to the minister of tourism of course it's coming off his budget and now that's a bit, a bit of a bother because I'm sure at that level, I mean, at that stage, probably his, his money is budgeted. But so anyway, when they go to the Minister of Tourism, they, the Minister of Tourism listens to them and sees these are just common con <laughs> absolute con uh-huh. yeah. But now his hands are tied. The orders come from the president. You can't call the president and tell him that you were wrong. <laughs> <Wait, it. laughs> but shouldn't
2: should advisors be able to tell the president that here
0: you were wrong? No, they can't. Now, if you're a minister, the point is that's what I'm saying. Anybody the meeting, they should be a line minister and line technocrat. For instance, if Fat Boy is selling um, some kind of bitumen which makes roads which are better than those of New York, I should have all the people who are experts at road are uh, sitting next to the president, so that when these people say, um, uh, you know, uh, Fat Boy says he's trying to sell his rubbish, these people say, "No, president, he's lying. That's not true." This is our what and so on and so But forth. if because the technocrats fear
1: him, the technocrats fear him, <laughs> so <laughs> the Yeah, in.
0: that's the point. Anyway, back to our story. So uh, the minister <laughs> of Tourism knows uh-huh. that these are and it's very clear they are economy. All right. He's under tight. They come with an order from the president that he wants five million pounds. And so uh, the Minister of Tourism, his hands are tied. So he starts thinking around how to go about it. So he tells these people, you people, you know, we check here, there is no uh, this tourism, work and so on. And when it figures you're telling us are even all false and what, the men just say, okay, uh, that's your story. But for us, we have an order to
5: this.
0: And you cannot call your boss and tell him, sorry, sir, you were called You can't. So what the Minister of Tourism did, which was a wise thing, and yeah, I think he asked, two operators in Uganda, uh, some top two operators. So he called these people for a meeting with two operators, the top two operators, and also with journalists. Now, when they go to the meeting, everybody had been briefed that people have called the president and we are in a tough place. So these people come in a meeting. So the minister tells them, tell us your story. Uh, So they tell him the story, this and that and so on. And now the journalists start asking them questions. How about this? We've checked here. In Italy, there is no such thing where the figures are saying a lies, what? Well, then the two operators get angry. It was all stage money. <laughs> so what happened is the men actually feared and uh, packed up and left the country without the five million pounds. But if they had said uh, to hear with you guys, you are going to give us that money. we would leave the country with the money. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> because if, this, if this thing had not happened... Okay, and if the men had it been forced to fear when they saw the media and what and so on they only had to sit across their legs and say bring the money we have the order from the president and they would have gone with the money but now that's how the minister of tourism saved his budget that year by stage managing that thing the men kind of panicked and packed up their bags and left wow
1: this, now, a, this, this is a very funny story <laughs> I
0: know
2: I know <laughs> and this, this is, this is
0: order of the day order of the day order of the day People are having powerful estates and what from just getting access to the president. Now, who has the access and what they are going to say to the president is a totally different matter. That's the thing. So now, uh, Pinetti aside, all those people fall in that category. And there are several such
2: that we never get to know
0: yes <laughs> <schools laughs> Okay. So who are given things, lands, what you know, all, all sorts of tax holidays, contracts and so on where do we get and all this up-
2: land that we give away like the square mile we gave to Econ
0: the land is there because government has been possessing land and uh, they have been taking up land, and getting uh, cutting out in the so-called industrial parks and so on in different towns and cities and giving land, so the land is there and can be given to whosoever pleases the president.
1: So for as long as, uh, you know, the decision-making remains centralized and uh, around uh, the president and really on his whim, yes, uh, this can only continue, there will be uh, increasingly, more and more people seeking audience with him. Increasingly, more and more handlers arranging the meetings and uh, offering access to the president, selling access. And so, we should expect to see even more bizarre presentations. More and more being bad decisions being <laughs> made.
0: <laughs> exactly, that's true. Now, imagine if that uh, tourism historian, uh-huh. um, somebody comes and goes. The corn men, you know, they have, a, they know each other. So he goes to back and tells people, you know what? I paid half a million dollars to see the president and I left with five million pounds. That's not bad business. Guess how many corn would be on our show as here looking to meet the president? So here it looks like it
2: Econ went back and talked to Terrence Howard and then here we are.
0: It's possible. <laughs> it's absolutely possible that he hey, did. Uganda is I'll the I would be shocked if he did it. Yeah.
2: Oh
1: man. Uganda is the new place
0: <laughs> yeah. Full of I mean, free things it may give you a square mile do you know, there are buildings that is where people go and sell they are going to make a factory to do this so you don't have to buy this from somewhere and so on and the person is given a lot of land and immediately they get the land they are selling it Wow! and man. they have, have it, it's theirs and immediately the land is on the market and they make a huge difference and they just pack up and leave Wow. Anyway, um,
1: I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, we should be grateful that we have you know powerful voices like yours that are trying to shed light to these uh, bizarre uh, stories and these crazy situations happening in Uganda. And you know, it uh, calls for wider discussion. And at some point, hopefully, there can be something done about it. But of course, this is Uganda, so we can't really expect much. But otherwise, I want to thank you so much, uh, Joseph Cabaleta, for taking the time to speak to us today on the Five. But it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, we can't wait to have you back on again soon.
0: All right, thank you so much, fat boy, and uh, the crew. Ollie. My pleasure.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, enjoy your day.
0: Okay, enjoy you
1: too, your two. All right, <laughs> bye bye. Well, you are listening to The Fat Boy Show on your number one station, RX Radio. Don't go anywhere. We're keeping the conversation going. Post your comments on social media. Check out our Facebook or Twitter. We've posted the question there as to whether or not Uganda is turning into a magnet for hucksters and cornmen. Should we be worried, or indeed, are these serious investors that uh, the country should be inviting more of for our own development? Your thought matters, and we're dying to hear it. Stay tuned. More great music ahead. It's the Friday special of The Fatboy Show. RX Radio.